You're listening to WHTT Speaks Out. Each week, Chuck Carlson and members of We Hold These Truths look into events that are, for the most part, ignored or overlooked by the mainstream media. And we analyze these events to get free and periodic updates to this program and our other interesting programs. Be sure to enter your email address in the subscribe to WHTT box on the right side of our website, WHTT.org. And now, ready, set, let the sparks fly. In today's WHTT Speaks Out, we're going to talk about a vigil in Fresno, California. Wow, we've seen a lot of action out in Fresno in the last couple of weeks. It's been amazing what's going on there. First of all, our core group in Fresno, Patty Ford and David Kitty Jacobs and friends and family, conducted a vigil at the Franklin Graham Decision America rally just a few weeks ago, and we did a podcast on that entitled Franklin Graham Goes to Bat for Israel. Shortly after that, just by a fluke of chance, Dave Jacobs was driving by the airport, and he saw a lot of media got out and asked what was going on. Turns out Ivanka Trump was in town to raise money for Republicans. And so Dave got his signs and conducted a little vigil right there as uh, Ivanka Trump was leaving the airport. And then with further investigation, he found out where they were going to a luncheon at a construction company. And so they followed them there and uh, greeted him. And in this program on our website, WHTT Challenges Ivanka Trump in Fresno, there's actually a video that was provided by the local medias of the challenges to Ivanka Trump. And so we direct you to there. And tonight, though, we're going to be talking about a vigil at Clovis Hills Community Church, which is in the Fresno area. This is a very large, I guess you'd call this a mega church, and it actually is a Southern Baptist church, although they do not advertise it. And of course, we've talked about the Southern Baptists in previous episodes quite frequently because their theology is decidedly Zionized Christianity, or what we would call Christian Zionism, a form of neo-Christianity. Dave, why don't you come on? What made you decide to challenge this church, this Clovis Hills Community Church? Because of the events that have uh, happened since uh, Franklin Graham, I've just been felt motivated to go out there and do more vigils and make our presence known and also been doing some more uh, studying and looking at scripture and understanding what is the fallacy of the Judeo-Christian stand, and the, the other part, too, is just the grief I feel in my heart for the uh, genocide apartheid that is being conducted against the uh, Arabs by the Zionist Jews from Israel. Well, several years ago, we had been out to Clovis Hills, so we talked it over and decided to go out there and uh, pay them a visit. Well, we know that a lot of these churches need a lot of follow-up and need to be challenged. And I think from what Patty told me, you caused some excitement. I guess some people came out from the church that weren't really too terribly happy about you being there. 
Not one bit. The women in our group were standing at the east side entrance, and I was posing myself at the west side uh, entrance. And I uh, actually heard my grandson running towards me and yelling, Grandpa, and I looked over and saw what was going on. They are not godly men harassing the women. And so I got over there, and they were very arrogant. I said, hey, you guys, if you want to talk to somebody, please talk with me. And they just ignored me. And, well, now, uh, what was the issue? They said we were on private property. The issue was they didn't know where the easement is because this area, it's unpaved frontage there. So uh, we were clearly within the easement, um, and they were saying that it was their property. And so they decided that they were going to have us removed. And so uh, they called the sheriff's office, which was wonderful because we actually needed the protection from them, not the other way around. (laughs) (laughs) It caused excitement, didn't it? It sure did. And attention uh, to what you were doing. How many sheriffs came out? The first two units were two officers. They were canine units. And then as time went on, two more came, including a supervisor. The first two guys came over and talked to us, and the false accusation was made that there was some shoving going on. So this guy clearly lied. We have video of all of this, and, you know, there was no physical contact, and the sheriffs came over, talked to us, said, you're within the easement, that you're fine, as long as there's no physical contact and you don't go over on their property, then everything is okay. And they were nice about it. Tell us about some of the interactions. So you you got over that little hurdle with the people coming out. I don't know whether they were they security or whatever they were, but you had some other interesting uh, interactions. And so maybe Kitty or Patty would like to tell us about that. Yes, uh, and please tell us what your message was on your signs that you were conveying to these people. Well, one of, one of the messages that we had was, is Jesus Christ or the state of Israel the fulfillment of Bible prophecy? Choose this day. Big sign. Got it all on there, too. We had, there's neither Jew nor Gentile with the scriptural passages. And, of course, you had blessed are the peacemakers, one of our standard yes. signs. Yeah. And then the no more wars for Israel. About four of those. Another one here, Christian Lives, Israel's Wars. Tell us a little bit about the interesting interactions with people. Hi, this is Twyla. I had an interesting interaction with a young girl. She was about 25, and she was there dropping off her nephew for Sunday school because her teacher, I mean, her sister was working. So she came out, and she wanted to know what the signs are about. And she comes from a strong Baptist family, and her concern was that people would be upset by the signs. And I just told her, well, you know, all these signs pretty much are backed with Scripture references for them to go and seek the truth. And she goes, well, are you here to educate them? And I said, I'm here to inform them. I go, but it's really not my responsibility to educate them in the word of God. That is their duty as Christians to know what they are studying and what they believe. But the most interesting thing I wanted to emphasize to her, because she claimed that she has no Christianity, that she does not want to be in church. And I told her, well, 
there is a reason why you're not sitting in that church. And you need to listen to that. And I encourage you, you know, take the scriptures, get on the website, and seek out the truth for yourself. I just really feel compelled to let anybody that will come and listen that this is their chance to make a choice of who they serve and to know the truth. And uh, I sometimes I see it like it's their last chance for salvation, considering how dark the times are and how severe things are getting around us. That anybody that has sent us, that we really take that opportunity to really witness to them and pull them out of this church system here in America that's supporting the wars in Israel and all over the world. And she did agree with that. So I was like, okay, great. And I told you, you know, today's a chosen day. This moment that I'm talking to you, this is your chosen time. Choose Choose today. You don't have to sit in a church to know Jesus Christ. You don't have to sit in a church to know that he's the Messiah and to know the truth. And you don't have to support work. So she was very interested to talk to. It was very encouraging. That's a wonderful testimony, and it's exactly what you're there for. That's just terrific. It's great testimony, Twyla. It's great. I heard it. And the girl seemed curious, very level-headed. You know, she asked really good questions. She just really wanted to know, but she also seemed to be pretty well-informed, too. Well, maybe because of the actions, we talked about this, particularly we gave a flyer out last year at the Southern Baptist Convention that was entitled Choose Life, Not War, and actually was challenging Southern Baptists because they've been losing members, particularly younger people. So this woman may have been affected by some of their theology. And uh, another flyer that we gave out that maybe you guys want to include in your repertoire is, does the Bible require followers of Jesus to support the Jewish state of Israel? Be a Berean, Acts 17, 11, do your own research. And so we basically just to have the Bible verses and ask a few questions here to have people study on their own. And so the whole idea of these vigils is to challenge people and maybe get them to ask, well, why are these people here? Why are they holding signs like choose life, not war? You know, these kinds of things. So that's the whole purpose of what we do is to get people thinking. And I think there is more of an awareness of this neo-Christian, a new religion, if you will, what we call Christian Zionism or Zionized Christianity. Uh, Many millions of Americans have been Zionized, and we've seen this come to really uh, light with the uh, moving of the embassy to Jerusalem. And so we'd like to thank you guys for standing up and coming out to acting as Bereans to challenge the people inside churches. And we thank you and bless you in your future efforts. Thanks for listening. If you like this program, please let your friends know about it and our other thought-provoking podcasts. And be sure to visit our website, whtt.org, for a wealth of information on Christian Zionism and other critical issues that we face. Also at whtt.org, you can watch for free our award-winning documentary film, Christian Zionism, The Tragedy and the Turning, Part 1. Join us in our efforts to wake the town and tell the people. Start small, think big, and press on towards the straight gate.